0: Hey there, I hope you're having a great day. Today, we are joined by a cool soror of Delta Sigma Theta, Sorority Incorporated. Her name is Jessica Lane. Yes, she is a boxer, an inspirational speaker, fitness model, and so much more. And Before we get to her story, I have to tell you about Bounders and Pearls. FoundersandPearls.com is the place for your next subscription box exclusive to your sorority. Yes, so go ahead and hook up your line sister, your neo, or your Greek sister friends with exclusive paraphernalia, beautiful, beautiful items and they all come from small businesses. What you need to do is use cool soror when you check out and guess what? Shipping is on us. That's FoundersandPearls.com. Also reminding you that you need to go ahead and log on to greentopgifts.com because it is the holiday season and you need your wrapping paper. Yes, you need your stocking stuffers and all the amazing items they have at greentopgifts.com and go ahead and get your Clarence Claus hoodie. That's greentopgifts.com. Your code is CoolSOAR for 10% off your purchase. And without further ado, here is Jessica Lane and her episode, Fight for Your Life. Enjoy. You know you gotta be a cool soror to talk to the cool soror herself.
1: I'm a cool soror. Hey y'all. I am a cool soror of. What's up y'all? I'm a cool soror of. Hi, I am a cool soror of.
0: podcast hosted by me, Rashawn Ali. It is another edition of the Cool Soar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today I am joined by fitness entrepreneur. She's a fitness model, fitness expert and nutritionist boxer <laughs> and founder of her very own nonprofit organization, which we'll talk about. Jessica Lane joins the Cool Sore podcast and you are a Cool Sore of
1: Delta Sima Theta Sorority Incorporated.
0: Welcome to the show, little lady. Like I say little lady because I'm i known her for, I've known you for a little bit, about three, like four years, I know, about five, five years, years. <laughs> yes, and we met here, um, where we're recording today, at 11 Alive, when you were an intern, yes, yeah, I was an intern, yeah, 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 long so, time ago, long time ago, you are from Decatur, Georgia, Decatur, the deck, the deck, where'd the you go deck. to high school, well, see what happened. My was.
1: sisters went to Southwest Cab, but by the time I was supposed to go through the ranks, since yeah. I was yeah, a little ratchet. Oh God. Um, uh, no, we not took me on to Henry County. You did, yes. I went to Stockbridge. Okay,
0: it's yes. all good. We'll still take. We'll still but you know claim. But now
1: Stockbridge is hood <laughs> all the way. Hood. You, yeah, like, you can't escape the hood. To Smyrna. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: So let's talk a little bit about your journey. Um, you went to Spelman College. You have your bachelor's in English and comparative women's studies. And I've had a lot of women on the podcast from Spelman. But what was Mm -hmm. your Spelman experience? I love Spelman. Yeah.
1: Spelman made me the woman that I am today. And I'm still like as a black woman, it teaches you how to navigate society. Right. Through the eyes of a black woman right, and and certain things that I don't think I necessarily would have understood about myself Mm -hmm. and how I correlate to culture. Yeah. Um, They make you take certain classes like African women, diasporas, certain things of that sort that you like learn your true identity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anybody, when it comes to, um, know where you're going, yeah. you have to know where you came from. Yeah.
0: Did you learn a lot of that through your major? What exactly does uh, women's studies, comparative women's studies, what exactly is that okay. particular Okay, so, <laughs> so this is the degree. story about
1: that. Um, Spellman, I guess they have to have a women's major because yeah. they're a women's school. But this is the thing. With that major, you can create it to what you want it to be. Okay. So Spelman didn't have communications, I wanted to Didn't go know to that. How- yes. Spelman is a liberal art school. They don't have communications or business. OK, so I um, I applied to Howard and Spelman. Uh-huh. I wanted to go to either one. But the thing is, is with Howard, they weren't opening up their communication schools until 2014. That was the year I was supposed to be graduating. OK, so I was like, that's crazy. Yada, yada, yada. But they had an overload of students and that. In that program So when I went to Spelman I basically took All my communications classes At Clark Atlanta Oh gotcha But I had to study Images of women in media Uh huh So it was comparative studies But it was Images of women in media So I studied Women in media But I took all Communications classes through that major right
0: so through your studies how are you able to kind of implement the things that you learn uh women women uh in media images of women in media and kind of correlate that with what you do now
1: well i'm an on-air fitness personality so um i go on different news networks and teach health and fitness because i think a lot of people like America alone, we teach health care, but we teach on how to treat health care opposed to preventative measures. Yes, yes. So that's something that's very important to me and specifically when it comes to African American women, we're dying. Mm-hmm. At four an alarming of, rate. Four out of five African American women are obese. Right. And so if you put a hundred women in a room and you put eighty to one side and twenty to the other side, it's no reason that eighty of us should be obese and twenty are of I guess, America's normal normal weight. So that was one thing that was very alarming to me. But specifically for my major, um, I wanted to be an on-air personality Mm -hmm. for the longest. So that's why I wanted to do the communications track. But specifically when it comes to black women, I don't feel like we're necessarily represented in a positive light when it comes to media. Um, So uh, I I just uh, Hold myself to a higher standard. Yeah, and follow women that do as well.
0: Uh huh. Beautiful, beautiful. So, when did this thirst for fitness come? Was this something that kind of was um, innately within you, your entire life, or did this no. was there an
1: onset? So this is the thing. When I was training for the Olympics in boxing at Spelman, Spelman got rid of all their NCAA athletics. I remember to that time. Target the whole Spelman population, opposed to just the students that played sports. So in the interim of that They wanted um, students to get more healthy So forth and so on So they got rid of all their athletics And when they did it They spent like this uh, extensive amount of money To tear down Reed Hall Which was the gym at the time And no students were working out So they spent all this money on this program But no students were working out But you gotta think College students, our bodies are already popping So why we have to work out They don't think ahead Mm -hmm. of what can happen So they wanted a peer leader all my friends were always, already working out with me, anyway. So they were like, "We'll pay for you to get a training certification if you train here." Spellman like, did. Yes. Wow. Well, one of one of the teachers at mm-hmm. Spellman paid for me to get it, and so I was like, "No, I don't want to be a trainer." But you know, you in college, you need that extra money, right? Right. So I was like, "Okay, I'll do it." And then I did it, and I fell in love with it. Like after I started to see how many people's lives I was mm-hmm. changing, after I start after I started to see how many people's lives I was changing, it was something that. I felt like that was my calling. It was your calling. It was my calling.
0: And that teacher definitely was used as a vessel Mm -hmm. to kind of tap into that for you. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned training for the Olympics, this boxing thing. Now, Mm -hmm. did you
1: always love boxing? Man, let me tell you, when Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield had that match, I was three years old because it was 1995. I was born in 1992. All I remember, everybody. Oh, God. (laughs) I remember everybody was ranting and raving and I had on these Barney house shoes and my sister and my cousins were all playing. They were like, why are you sitting here? But that fight intrigued me. Really? Yes. So then after I found out about Leila Lee and that women box, I was like, oh, oh, I got to do it. Yeah. I want to box. Yeah. I was like, mom, can I box? They were like, no, what is wrong with you? Both of my parents played basketball in in college. Yeah, because you have a nice height. So I was a basketball baby. Okay. And so they were like, what is wrong with you, girl? You are not boxing, yada, yada, yada. So when I went to college, I got a job just so I could pay for it. Mm -hmm. I'm a very determined person. So when I got when I went to college, I got a job just so I could pay for it. I was doing it every single day, every single day. I remember the first fight that I needed to have to lead me to the Olympic trials. Like, it was like one of those qualifying fights. Everybody thought I was crazy because I had only had six fights at the time. And I went to this tournament that was for the elite boxers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I fought this girl with 60 fights. Man, I won. Yeah. And then people were like, What? Right. Da, 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 da. right. So like I don't I don't know. And then maybe it's because since I always watched it, I studied it. Yeah. So prior to actually physically doing it, i would be shadow boxing in the mirror when I was young. Really? Yes. Like I'll just throw punches at the mirror, everybody thought I was crazy. Like, what is wrong with this girl? And I never got in a fight outside of boxing because mm-hmm. I'm like the sweetest person. Like right. I don't fight. Mm-hmm. But I fell in love with it. I I don't know what led to that. It wasn't like, oh, I had a rough childhood Mm -hmm. and I needed to learn how to fight to protect myself. Like, I just loved the art of boxing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like MMA, right? MMA is very barbaric. It's It's very barbaric, but the art of boxing is what drew me to it. Do you think, um,
0: you you know, boxing, it used to be such a revered sport, and I just feel
1: like It's just not the same. I feel Um. like nothing is the same in terms of what it is now. Like, even when you look at the culture of of certain crafts, like even DJing Mm -hmm. and even hip hop, like... All Everything now, I feel like it's kind of... The culture is watered down.
0: Okay. So, so everything boxing, else... Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I agree. I definitely agree. Because, you know, when when you think about, like, Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson and all these phenomenal fighters, and then you look at the fighters today, Yeah, it it's it not necessarily looked at in the same light. It's not. But also, when you look at anything in our culture, if you look at hip-hop and, and the authenticity in the music... Back then, or the culture of hip hop when it's beatboxing and DJing and all of these things, like everything's watered down now. People yeah. just do it for show. And yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know why that is, but mm-hmm.
0: I think it just it comes along with. I hate to say the sign of the times and that type of thing. You have a an old soul. Do people soul? Do people Everybody tell that? says that?
1: Where do you get that from? Um, I don't hang around people my age. Okay, I get so that. So even when I was in college. Even when I was in college, I never had friends. I crossed, mm-hmm. but I crossed because I was close to the advisors. Wow. I didn't, like, the girls online, nobody knew me because I literally went to school, boxed, and did my work. Uh-huh. And that was it. Like, I'm not very, I'm a very social person. Like, hey, y'all. Hey, girl. Like, I'm a, I'm a surface level person. Right. Right. Right, so Surfacing I would say what what, what do you mean. So Just, what I mean is, I'll say hey to everybody, but anybody who truly truly knows me is slim to none. Okay, yeah, why so is that a, because, um, you know, people my age I, I don't know what it is or my generation. It's not real. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is some people because I'm real, right. but it's like getting to know people or trying to have a conversation or it's hard. Yeah, it, it, Intellectual conversations are hard to come across for people my age. Everybody just want to go to a club, smoke, drink. I ain't about that. Right. And it's not me. And so, I don't want to go to the club y'all can come with me to the gym Uh like we can go do something else like I'm down like let's go to brunch let's talk like what do you want to talk about no I want to go to the club I'm not going out I'm not about to go spend twenty (laughs) dollars to get in a club standing there with my heels hurting because nine times out of ten y'all ain't got no section for real for real (laughs) (laughs) see this is the old soul part my feet about to be hurt and people about to bump into me I don't drink so Mm -hmm. why I'm about to go right I'm about to be looking at everybody babysitting y'all just to be y'all designated driver girl bye y'all about a uber
0: (laughs) this this is a different type of millennial but you're but you're you're on the you're on you're very focused and and there's nothing wrong with that is it did you choose not to drink have you ever drank um
1: Well, I, I guess I've seen what alcohol has done to certain people in my life. Okay, gotcha. And, and I was just against it. Um, and then it don't taste good. <laughs> Girl, you ain't <laughs> yeah. hit the right drink. No, man. No, it burned I'm going down. Like, I always had to be conscious about my weight because of boxing. Yes. And one margarita is 700 calories. Oh, I know. It will a take shot you of out. A Hennessy is 95 calories. Yes. Like, I'm not about to consume my calories in liquor. Right. It's a waste of calories.
0: Right. I understand. <laughs> I, I totally get it. That's just not mine. My,
1: my,
0: <laughs> that's not my plight. But, you know, hey, I totally get it. And, and yeah. it works for you. I
1: mean, I will drink wine occasionally, but I don't drink drink like. Gotcha. For real, for real. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: So along your journey, uh, uh, trying to make it to the Olympics, you started your own LLC, Fight for Your Life. Mm -hmm. What exactly is that? And uh,
1: so while I was fighting to go to the Olympics, And I was training people. I saw so many people fighting diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol issues, all of these things. And they're literally fighting for their lives. Mm -hmm. Like people, people look at certain um, health disparities and they're like, oh, it'll be okay. Or this is hereditary. No, it's not hereditary. The way that your mom eats or the way that your father eats or the way that you eat. Is hereditary, mm-hmm. which causes this disparity to be hereditary. Because if your mom has high blood pressure and she's eating this certain way her whole life, and then she cooks this way, then that means that you're going to have it because you're eating the same the foods. same things. Yeah, when you so, can easily
0: try to break the cycle right, there. Yeah. Right,
1: right. And then so many people are literally fighting for their lives mm-hmm. every single day, and I don't, I don't really think people understand um, their health until they have a health scare. Yeah, yeah. So. How close did you get to to making the Olympics? Man, I lost at the Olympic trials. Oh, you did? Yeah. You still, it's still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't even look at me in my face (laughs) talking about it. Man, because you work so hard. Like, that's one of the, mm. it's okay. You work so, 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 so hard for this one moment. You put y'all all into no college life, the broke grind all the way. Because mind you, to go to the Olympics, like you training six hours a day as is. Right. When you done, you tired for real, for real. But okay, you still gotta do what you gotta do to pursue your dream, okay? So I even during personal training, it's hard to keep clients when I always gotta leave to go travel, to go to training camps, to go to fight, so forth and so on. And then when it comes to sponsors, don't nobody wanna help you when you on your way up. Right. People just wanna help you when you up there and then jump on a bandwagon. So to invest literally everything right every time i got money i spent that money to pay for me to go to a fight it's been times where trainers are hit on me because boxing is a very rough sport right okay but the thing is is that the culture of boxing in particular people don't handle it as a business Mm -hmm. it's it's men trying to get off the streets right so when i go into these gym environments even if i wear a a a three t-shirts and some big sweatpants i still would get taken advantage of to a certain extent let me tell you one story i went to ohio to this training camp i told this trainer before i even went i said i need you to keep it strictly professional like i'm not playing i went there looking busted i i ain't do my hair on purpose Mm -hmm. i ain't wear makeup on purpose nothing This man touched my butt in the gym. I snapped on him. He was like, oh, I just wanted to see how much weight you were going to have to lose. What? The thing is, is that when it comes to bots and trainers, a lot of the girls that fight, their fathers are their trainer. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't have no male figure guiding me through this. Right. So I'm trying to figure out everything on my own. And it's been times for real, for real. I would go to a fight and just ask a random person, can you work my corner? Just just a random person. A random person. Can you work my corner? I just need you to give me water. Like, you, know, you don't got to do all that extra, yeah. Just give me water, because it would. I believe that much in my dream.
0: Whoa,
1: is it over though? I mean, as um, far as Olympic, the, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's. I'm 25 now. It was different when I could just box all day because I was in college, right? Like I I can't survive and then really invest. People say they want dreams, but they are not really willing to invest in them. And so the investment that I have to make. I can't do that and survive mm-hmm. unless I want to be on food stamps and government support 24-7. And that's not what you want for yourself. mm Right. But I will tell you one thing. So this guy, well, this is like actually a secret i am been holding out. Okay, well, now 300,000 people may know about it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to train me for the WWE. Oh. So I am kind of thinking, I'm, you yeah, know, ooh, nothing man, happens by okay. chance, right? Right. Nothing happens by chance. And I truly believe that God sends certain people in your life for certain reasons. So one day I'm at the gym. Now, I have a group of friends or whatever the case may be that I just work out at the gym all the time. But, you know, the girls that do bodybuilding, mm-hmm, they've mm-hmm. been trying to get me to do shows for the longest. One, I'm not about to do them because I ain't about to take steroids because if I ever have to go back to Boston or whatever the case may be. Um, a lot of people say that they don't take steroids. Bull crap. <laughs> Just to be honest, because it's though. no, the ones that do shows. Mm-hmm. If you are a pro, then nine times out of ten, okay. like you have to, if you want to win, mm-hmm. um, because it's only so much. Think about our ancestors that were working in fields, right? Right. Think about how much work they put in. And think about what their bodies accomplished. They right. weren't walking around with veins popping in all right. the way yeah. out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like it's still, it's certain things that your body can't necessarily do, do. on its own. Yes, right, especially healthily. Mm-hmm. So I'm working out in the gym and this guy comes up to me. He's like, You need to you need to be a wrestler. Mind you, I'm working out. I'm like, first off, why are you coming up talking to me because <laughs> I'm doing my workout. Like I'm focused right now. And two, what are you talking about? You don't know me. Like, what are you talking about? I guess somebody told him that I bossed. I didn't know that this man had a wrestling school and that one of his fighters is Heath Slater. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who Heath Slater was. He was like, you know, I um I'm I'm I have a fighting school and yada yada yada. People always say that I'm just yeah. like okay, brush them off, whatever. So then he's like, no, I really want you to take it serious. So then he came back like a month later and kept, kept coming asking back, you. kept coming back. And he was like, we need a black girl. He was like, no, the WWE needs a black girl. Like I'm not kidding with you. I'm serious. So then. I'm like, okay, how much is wrestling school? He said $6,000. I was like, what? You gonna give me he a was like, sc- but I want to sponsor you through wrestling school. So then I was like, you know what? I'm not boxing. What are the odds? Because the gym that I was working out at wasn't a popular gym. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are the odds of it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. God sends certain things. And when it's when it's too odd, you always have to look at it as a sign. Because yeah. you never know why right. or the
0: reason. Right. So are you are you going I'm forth with it? it? You're considering it? Yes. School, I mean it could be their some next,
1: their net school starts December 6th. So I I'm definitely considering. I it. mean, yeah, because I don't have nothing to lose if you I'm don't. staying in Atlanta and a school free. And then you you like pretty and stuff, and like <laughs> your body is banging, and I'm like, why well, I make some? I heard they do all right though. I heard they do all right. Yeah. So, so. I mean. Because women, that's another reason I stopped boxing, because women don't make money boxing. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who is pro, and she's a world champion in amateurs. So, like, to go to the Olympics, you can't be pro. Mm-hmm. So, she's a world champion in amateurs, and um, she's pro now, and she makes $3,000 a fight. I'm not about to risk having kids. I'm not about to risk my face for $3,000 a fight. Right, right. But then I got an ex-boyfriend that make $3 million. Wow.
0: So y'all ain't together. No, just playing. Just getting yeah, together. <laughs> no, okay,
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like money ain't everything. Right, I know. And right, for real, for real. Yeah,
0: you're hilarious. Yeah. I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying this. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. So when you left um, Spelman, you went up to D.C. Mm-hmm. What was
1: what 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 drew you to D.C. Boxing. Okay, because Atlanta's not a boxing city. Georgia's not a boxing state, and it's no girls to fight here. I wasn't getting better at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Mm-hmm. Like I had got to a point where I was very complacent. D C Philly, New York and California are boxing states. Okay. And Texas too. Okay. But um I knew it was either gonna be D C Philly or New York. D C is it's enough of us, the minority, mm-hmm. to 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 out there okay. i didn't want to go to something completely foreign right and then a trainer that i was working with that had worked a few of my fights he was in dc so i okay. was like let me come train up there
0: we'll be right back with more of this episode of the cool sword podcast but i've got to let you know about founders and pearls founders and is the spot for you you know three out of our four founders days is coming up In January. So, this is the perfect opportunity for you to get that exclusive box just for your favorite soror, your favorite Greek sister, your LS, or maybe you just want something for yourself. So, log on to foundersandpearls.com. The box has exclusive paraphernalia just for you inspirational items, beauty items, everything that encompasses the essence of your sisterhood. And the best thing about it is if you put the cool soror code in. your checkout shipping is on us. That's right, shipping is on us. That's foundersandpearls.com. So, you got your favorite, aka your favorite Delta, your favorite Zeta, your favorite Sigma Gamma Row woman. Go ahead and gift her via foundersandpearls.com. You will not be disappointed. Foundersandpearls.com, a subscription box just for you. You're gonna love it when you open it up. That's foundersandpearls.com. What better way than to come downstairs, walk down the hall, wherever your Christmas tree is, and to see some amazing gifts wrapped in amazing new wrapping paper. Greentopgifts.com, that is the place for you to go for all of your wrapping paper and gifts for the holiday season. I love Clarence Claus. Clarence Claus is absolutely somebody who looks like my grandpa or your grandpa and it just puts a smile on your face. It just makes you feel happy. Not only do Green Top Gifts have everything for your wrapping paper needs, but they also have amazing stocking stuffers and stickers that feature Clarence Claus. He's a beautiful, jolly old man with a chocolate complexion, a white beard, and red suit. And I've got the special offer just for you, GreentopGifts.com. And all you have to do is put in the code CoolSoror, and you will receive 10% off of your purchase. Green Top Gifts Dot com That is the place for you to go for all of your wrapping paper and gifts for the holiday season. Tell Clarence Claus, I said, what's happening? I love Clarence. He's so cute. GreenTopGifts.com. CoolSora is your code for 10% off. Now, back to the show. How was that year and a half for you? And I loved did you? D.C.
1: I honestly didn't want to come back to Atlanta. If I could afford D.C., I would have stayed. Really? Yes. So what brought brought you back? Was it was it just strictly money? money, Okay, okay, money because. At 25, like, that's still the grinding stage. Yeah. So, like, life isn't as stable as you want it to be. I mean, nothing worth having comes easy. Absolutely. But once it got to a point where I was working so much trying to survive that I wasn't even boxing no more, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, why am I – like, that's the first time I really understood working to pay bills. Yeah. That was the very first time I understood it. It was like I was working multiple times. I was bartending. I was – A personal assistant Working a nine to five job On top of that All three of them things And it's like Just to make ends meet Yeah Just to make rent I'm like why am I here Hold on Yeah. But then I love D.C. though I love D.C. What makes it so good I love Because it's real Yeah. Man let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) Tell me then baby I didn't realize How fabricated Atlanta was Until I moved away And came back Mm -hmm. Like it's it's Atlanta's just and I love Atlanta. This is where I'm from, but it's not Atlanta anymore. Oh, it's I not can tell you that. Atlanta yeah. from what I grew, grew up. up in. Yes, you know what I'm I saying. Can com- I like, can complete your sentences. Yes, I understand. Ain't nobody in Atlanta even from Atlanta no more. Like you rarely meet somebody I know, that's b- from both of us are rarities now so it's like you know and then you have everybody coming to atlanta like i'm trying to make it i'm trying to do this i'm trying to do that it's the black hollywood like okay all that's well and fine but it's no genuinity anymore mm-hmm. it's no authenticity anymore everybody is in order to do something you have to do something for somebody it's nobody that's authentic like oh i really want to help you or i'm willing to do this for you And I am willing to do this for you as well, Yeah. but not because I'm willing to do something for you because I want something in return. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Up there, people just help you. Like, everybody's friendly. Like, and it's crazy because people say people up north are rude, so forth and so on, but... I never got that experience d c was one of the best things that happened to me, and then I think being out on my own too, I learned more in d c that one year than I had my whole life in Atlanta. Mm, your whole life my yes, other than my swelling experience, yeah. yes, I mean, like I said, but you know when you're out on your own you're you're forced to learn, yeah, you get out your comfort zone you're you're absolutely forced to grow up yeah yeah and and um and DC got real money. <laughs> <laughs> so does Atlanta, man Let I, me tell you, uh,
0: uh,
1: rent thirty five hundred a month. Oh my god, that's another reason why I moved back. But I had a roommate, but still seventeen hundred a month, and you got a roommate. That's still too much. My mortgage is eighteen hundred. Let me tell you, <laughs> a, a apartment in Buckhead here is a apartment with rats and roaches in DC. Yeah, you had to come on back, if if only for a little while. Yeah. You never know
0: where the WWE will take you or how <laughs> it right. be. I'm speaking into existence. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you talk about your expelling experience being so rich, and part of that is because of your experience. Spring 2014, you became a member of the Eta Kappa chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. <laughs> did Delta Sigma Theta choose you, or did you choose Delta Sigma Theta?
1: Oh. Hmm. You know, I think both, Yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. I hate when people say I pledged this because my mom Mm -hmm. did this or because I'm legacy or whatever, even though my mom and grandma and everybody else did pledge. (laughs) They're all deltas. Yeah. They're all deltas, but still like I still wanted to know the organization for what it was. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know all of the organizations so that I can make the The decision. decision for you. But when I researched all of them, I understood why my, mom and aunts and sisters all pledge delta and i just feel like it aligns with my spirit aligns with who i am i feel like anything i involve myself with i have to make sure it aligns with who i am right right otherwise i can't be a part of it but um yeah man yeah
0: you're number 22 that's a big time number in delta sigma theta it that is. means they must have liked you strength a lot strength <laughs> all day i mean it
1: was a, you know everything you know you you got your responsibilities of course but it, Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. But, (laughs) like, I I, I don't know. I I love that number, though. Yeah. I love that number and what it represents.
0: Now, you said that, you know, even some of your line sisters call you, like, hey, let's hang out. But are you close to your line sisters? Yeah, I am. Okay, good. I am. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, No matter what. I mean, you know, it was 35 of us. Mm -hmm. So, just to be completely honest, we we all know that you're not going to be as close to everybody. Everybody. Absolutely. But. But I definitely have a good relationship with all my line sisters. I love all my line sisters to death. If any of them needed anything, I would be there for them. But, like, I it's not like we hang out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. So. Totally understand. But we all on our grind stage. So I don't feel like we should all hang out. Because if none of us got our lives together, what are we hanging out for? Mm-hmm. So we still need to be growing. This and is then the time. Maybe in our forties, we'll go on a retreat. Or That's something. what we did. So don't, don't worry, you got time. <laughs> <laughs> you got plenty we'll of time. We'll go on right? retreats when we're all established. <laughs> right. But, like, girl, I can't go out to eat every two minutes. Boy. Right. I, I, gotta, I gotta save got to. I got to save some money. Right. You <laughs> got to get trying to do brunches thirty five dollars. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh no. <nah. laughs> <laughs> Especially when they beat the um, big groups and they got them fit suites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't yeah. do it <laughs> Not and, right now. And then especially with me, because, you know, I eat healthy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, "Why well, I got to pay $35 and I'm eating a salad. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I totally understand. So what is
0: next for you, Jessica? Like, what is your dream for yourself? I mean, you're just 25, so don't put so much pressure on yourself.
1: Um, well, I always saw myself at the Olympics. And it's crazy that you asked me that question, because about when I moved back here, I was like, what am I going to do now? And I felt empty a little bit because my passion is to impact other people. Like, I love the fulfillment I have when I change somebody's life or even when it comes to clients. Like, it, my parents, I have two sisters that are doctors. So they look at me like, you interned at 11 Alive. You should have been yada, yada, yada by now or they look at my sisters like, they're, they're doctors. And then when it comes to me, they're like, oh, you're just a personal trainer. Like, just go, what are you doing? Like, you need to get your life together. But I mean, I get it because it's not necessarily stability. My but dad it- calls it soft money. That's mm. what he says. He says it's soft money. And so I get it because it's not stability. But I genuinely believe that, you know, it it's hard because you have those clients that aren't consistent. So if you you never know month by month who's going to leave because either they can't afford it or nobody really likes to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So it becomes hard at times, but that's why I like doing my fitness personality stuff because I can impact a greater uh, a large amount of people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been on several television shows in the mm-hmm. D.C. area, Roland Martin Show. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to having you in Sister Circle, hopefully soon. <laughs> um, so you it's funny that you get to not funny. It's God's will that you mm-hmm. get to do what you love mm-hmm. and still be mm-hmm. the personality that you've always wanted yeah, to be. Because
1: even when I interned, actually, when I first moved to D.C., I worked at a community based television station. And just to get the experience, so forth and so on as a reporter. But, you know. As a reporter, even when I was interning at 11 Alive and just, like, building my resume wrote you can't mm-hmm. smile. Right, right. You can't have a personality. I'm like, I'm not trying to be a mannequin.
0: Right, you're not trying to stop. I, I have a yeah.
1: personality. I want to show my personality, and I want to impact somebody, not just... And then the last story I, I did when I was in D.C. before I left the the small station I was at was um this little baby, this... A lady and her nine-month-old baby went missing. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, the the lady's husband punched the baby in the face. Like every story is depressing. You no. know what I'm saying? And I don't like that. Like my my spirit was disturbed. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. So, yeah. It's a special
0: person to do hard news. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I give them all the respect in the world. People are like would you ever do hard news? Nope. I just won't. Because I'd be crying. First of all, I'd be crying every every story. Right. Because I'm just very, very right. I'm very empathetic. Right. So I just couldn't. It's not me. Right. I'm, I'm doing what I love right, right now. You know right. what I mean? Right. How can people find you and follow this journey of yours? I hope you're blogging about this.
1: Aww, that's you should so be. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at It's Jessica Lane, I-T-S-J-S-S-I-C-A-L-A-I-N-E.
0: Good. Well, I want you to stay the course no matter what anybody says because even parents can sometimes be dream slayers.
1: Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. And we love them and we know they mean well. Right. But stay your course. You got something special about you.
1: Oh, thank you. I hope you, you know that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm
0: glad that we got reacquainted, yeah. and I'll do better as being a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all
1: good. It's yes, all it, was good. It's all good. it was supposed, it to, was happen. supposed to happen yeah. when it was supposed to Absolutely. happen. It was supposed to happen when it was supposed to happen. Absolutely, I agree. Absolutely.
0: What is your definition of cool?
1: Everything. Making sure that you are always online. Making sure that you just cool. Like it ain't no pressure. It ain't no trying to be. It's just a calm spirit, a cool, calm, and collect spirit. Like. Yeah. Having a shit together, but not stressing. Yeah. Like everything is just ba- balance. Balance. Cool. Yes. Balance. There you go. Yes. Cool. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how some people just got bad energy and it's just like, girl, <laughs> like you can feel it before they even speak. Right. You
0: know what I'm saying? Yes, I can. Yes. I, I totally like understand. They come in a
1: room and it's just like, ugh, like, um, it's an aura. <laughs> yeah. Cool is like, oh, I can rock with her. Uh-huh. Like, hey, girl. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And not having... Not beefing with nobody, always uplifting other people, like wanting to see other people win. win. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Like a lot
1: of people don't want to see other people win. It's like that's not your journey. Like she did what she was supposed to do in her time. Be grateful right. and and thank God for where you are right now because your journey may be bigger bigger than hers. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that be just be hate. To be hate. Ain't no reason to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't no reason to hate. Ain't no reason to it. hate. Ain't no reason to hate.
0: <laughs> well, I'm so glad uh, that you took some time out to be a part of the Cool Soror podcast. We're proud of you, and we're watching as you climb, sister. Aww. Yay!
1: Yay! Thank you so much, Jessica Lane, everybody. My name is Jessica Lane, and I am a celebrity health expert and nutritionist, and I am a Cool Soror of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, Incorporated. Ooh.